Number five. Chuck Berry was playing with Johnny Johnson's band, and he started bringing in country music, country ballads, initially to black audiences. And he said, "Well, I was just curious to see what they make of it." Suddenly, this guy's on stage. He's bringing in like country and western licks on the guitar, and bringing in all these different ideas. When you're the pioneer of a new sound, you're the most popular guy in the room, and everyone probably wanted him in his band because he had that vigor and that imagination. Number six. Chuck went to see Leonard Chess, expecting him to be very interested in his blues music. Leonard Chess was mainly intrigued by the song called "Ida Red" that Chuck Berry was doing, which is actually an old country tune. And he said, "Well, why don't you develop that?" And he did, and it became Maybelline. Maybelline, why can't you be true? Oh, Maybelline, why can't you be true? Number seven. Now you hear this record, you can almost hear rock and roll music being invented in those two and a half minutes. There's nothing that had ever been quite like it before. It was the song that really、um, established him. It's incredible to think that his first single was such a huge hit. Maybelline was one of the most successful recording debuts. I mean, straight in at number one on the R&B charts. I mean, it's it's like the dream story if you're a musician. You're straight up at the top. What made Ben Aipa so successful as a board shaper and changing the world of surfing was he was a keen observer of where these young skateboarders were going, essentially doing skateboard maneuvers in the ocean. Chuck Berry, keen observer of what life was like, the young teenager, what was their life like. This is what made him so special: was his power of observation. Number eight. By this point, Chuck Berry is releasing songs that have turned into rock and roll classics, absolute greats. Johnny Be Good. I mean, if you just look at and Sweet Sixteen as well, he is telling and storytelling what it was like to grow up in America at that moment. So even when we listen, when I listen back to it, I think, oh, it just sounds so exciting, and it takes you there. It paints this picture. It's so energetic, but you can sing along with it, and it's great to dance to. It had everything. They're all about the same thing. They're about being young. He invented the whole genre of songs about cars and girls, and Chuck Berry absolutely nailed that. You know, and he did it in such a simple way. And number nine. Despite spending the early 1960s in prison, Chuck Berry's popularity was actually growing at this time, thanks to a number of bands, particularly the British Invasion. Who were either covering him like the Beatles, or borrowing heavily from his music like the Rolling Stones. And just like Ben Ipa being shut out of the Duke Hanamoku contest in 1965, he convinces Duke Hanamoku, "Hey, you need to have some pure Hawaiians in the contest. You got to stick up for yourself. Otherwise, no one's going to look out for you." While he's in jail, the Beach Boys listen to his sweet little 16 song. And completely change the lyrics to Surfing USA, but they're messing with the wrong guy. He sticks up for himself and says, "You stole my song. I may be in jail, but that's my song." Number nine. In 1963, the Beach Boys had their first top ten American hit, Surfing USA. Now, this was clearly based on、uh, Chuck Berry's Sweet Little Sixteen, and initially. He wasn't credited as a songwriter, and being Chuck Berry, quite rightly, he kicked up a huge stink about it, and eventually he was credited. Surfing USA sounds a little bit like Sweet Little Sixteen. It's the same song, 
I think uh, I'd be annoyed. Next. It's about the boy trying to seduce the girl. They're in a car and they can't have any physical interaction because they can't get his seatbelt off. I was anxious to tell her the way I feel. He's an acute observer of the human condition and of the, the sexual frustration of teenagers. He has a tough exterior, but a heart of gold and sweetness that he can see in our everyday lives. It's a beautiful combination. It's kind of like having sweet and sour soup. You got the sweet and you got the savory. It's an interesting path in life, having that tough exterior. I find it fascinating. And at 8.15, we're going to talk to Ben Ipa's son. I've got sound bites of Chuck Berry's son talking about his dad. I can't wait to play them for Duke Iper and hear his reaction. Coming up next, we'll open the clinic. The number is 877-710-ESPN. I want to take you into the operating room this week. One of the cases was in a shoulder case where the person had what's known as a frozen shoulder. Why do you get a frozen shoulder? What's the cause of it? And why does it sometimes not respond to physical therapy? We'll get into it coming up next on the one and only Weekend Warriors show here on 710 ESPN.